This is the evil chocolate grab bag. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> I love doing that. I, I just, I do. <laughs> Good morning, humans and non-humans and aliens and evil confectionery all over the world. Or whatever else you might be. I'm not making any assumptions. <laughs> Um, today's post is going to be very, very opinionated. So, take everything you hear today with a grain of salt. Um, this is another Apple podcast, so Apple, shout out to you. You might not like what I'm fixing to say, some of it, but shout out to you. Um, this is going to be a review of literally every single Apple operating system I've ever used. I'm, obviously, I'm not going to go into my daily use routine or anything like that. But I am going to talk about um, just my general impressions of each one. And they're not always positive. I'm going to warn you right now, they're not always positive. This is um, macOS, iOS... And I'm going to throw iPadOS under the iOS category. Um, WatchOS and whatever the heck the HomePod runs. I haven't used tvOS yet. I'd like to eventually. Maybe if my um, Fire Stick ever stops getting updates, I might switch to Apple TV. Like if it stops getting anything good, I might switch to Apple TV at some point. Once things stop getting updated, it's they kind of don't tend to work well anymore. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm going in chronological order here. So let's start with iOS 5. I don't remember everything about iOS 5. But I do remember that's the first Apple operating system I ever had my fingers on. I mean, it was it was awesome. I thought it was pretty cool because, well, I mean, I had an iPhone. I was 13 and I had an iPhone. I thought I was cool and I thought it was cool. Okay. <laughs> but it was really easy to use. It was easy to get the hang of. <clears throat> My voice is being a load of crap again. Sorry. It, it was pretty easy to get the hang of. I, once I got used to it, there was no problem. Um, the app store I liked, because you had you had an option to sort by free apps and all that kind of stuff, and really free apps were what I could manage at the time. <clears throat> so, yeah. And it, it was just, I thought it was cool. It had the built-in YouTube app, which I love, and I, I honestly, I still miss that to this day. I loved built-in YouTube. That's actually where I discovered the wonder that is YouTube. It had its problems, though. Especially, I had some problems on the 3GS where it would just, like, lag really, really, really bad. And that's that's the phone I had for that operating system was that was an iPhone 3GS. I, I had some problems out of it. So, fun, fun. But other than that, it was it was alright. Like I said, I I was in the mindset of it's really really cool. Nothing nothing can go wrong with it. I had some problems with some apps, but that's that. I don't think that was iOS's fault. I think that was the app's fault. 
And it glitched really bad on me once the OS got corrupted somehow, but we're just going to overlook that one. Because that was a newbie error. So, yeah. That's iOS 5. iOS 6. Oh my god, if there's an operating system I hated at that point in time, it was iOS 6. They yanked off YouTube and replaced it with a stupid passbook that I had no use for. I mean, sure, it added a couple of fairly useful features, but it was a glitchy piece of crap. I hated iOS 6. I mean, absolutely hated it. It I don't know what else I can say about that other than it was trash. Total trash. Junk, 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 and junk. Plus the fact that I got stuck with it for a while because my iPod wouldn't update. Especially after everybody else had moved on to 7 and here I am stuck with iOS 6 and it not working with half my apps anymore. Yeah. Fun times. On to iOS 7. Now, iOS 7, I liked. Sure, I had some problems out of it at first because it had, like, this voiceover glitch that breathing near the screen could cause your cursor to go flying. It was like, wee! <laughs> and just for a visual effect... Just kind of a mental image. I was just like throwing my hand around in the air the way that cursor was moving. It was just <laughs> Don't ask what that was either, okay? <laughs> just don't ask. <laughs> but I mean you you had options with that one. You had You had things that you could do with that when you had um on the newer phones and stuff, you had AirDrop. That's when AirDrop came into play. Um, it was it was fairly stable, and all that good, all that goody goodies. Um, iOS seven actually was when I learned the wonders of jailbreaking. And no, I'm not gonna get in trouble for saying this because by all by all accounts, jailbreaking is legal. It just voids your warranty, which I didn't have. I didn't have a warranty on the phone. I did it too. So that's not that's not a problem. I I had all kinds of tweaks and stuff on there. I had the boot sound thing so that my phone would chime at me when I turned it on. I had custom voices. I had custom voiceover sounds. Let's see what else did I have? I obviously had, like, iFile and stuff like that. I had Unlim Tones, which I loved. And what Unlim Tones did was you got... You could download ringtones from it and put them straight into your phone. Kind of like you can do with Android, but Apple won't let you do it, which I despise. But that that was Unlim Tones, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Ringtones! Free ringtones! Who's gonna complain? Obviously now I know how to make my own ringtones, so that's not as big of an issue. So, fun times. 
Um, I actually stayed on iOS 7 a lot longer than I should have because I was jailbroken. And it eventually started causing some problems. Like, Safari wouldn't work right. It it kept crashing. So eventually I had to give in an upgrade to iOS 8. I didn't hate iOS 8 as such. My chief issue with iOS 8 was um, you could get the Alex voice, but you had to have an iPhone 5S to get it. I had a 5C. C, of course, in this case, I still think stood for crap. So obviously I didn't get it, and I was furious. I By that time, I hated Samantha with a passion. So, yeah, you kind of get the point of bad voice. I had issues. Lots of them. But I waited to update until there was a jailbreak for 8.4. And I stuck with that. As long as I could. Then I had to upgrade to iOS 9, which unfortunately didn't have a jailbreak. Which sucked. I hated 9, too. 9... They introduced the Siri voices, and I thought, yay, relief. (laughs) No. They were the most sluggish pieces of crap on the face of the planet at that time. I hated them. So, yeah, 9 was a problem. I didn't care for 9. It just, it wasn't useful. Um, the next year I actually started watching WWDC. I'd heard all my friends talking about WWDC and I got curious. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to start watching these. I didn't expect to enjoy it the way I did, but we're not here to talk about WWDC. Actually, whenever WWDC does come out this year, I might hop on here after the keynote and kind of talk about what I've how I felt about it and all that kind of stuff if you guys would like me to do that I might do it anyway I I was going to do it on my YouTube channel last year but it was so late in June that it had already gotten into melt your brains out and overheat your computer weather by the time that happened so I couldn't do it but I may hop in and do it here because I can record this on my phone which I can pretty much pick up and pack around anywhere but that's not the point um iOS 10, I watched WWDC, and I saw iOS 10, and I thought it was, like, super cool. I'm like, okay, I can I can get behind this. I'm just going through each operating system on its own. I'm not going to jumble them. So, yeah. I got a Mac in between all these times, but we'll, we'll get to the Mac in a minute. But I, I liked iOS 10. I thought it was cool. The one thing that made me a little bit nervous with iOS 10 was the voicemail transcription. I thought my understanding and the way that some of like the rumor sites and stuff had record- had reported it was that Siri was going to answer your phone and eavesdrop on your voicemail and transmit them to anybody that cared to pay attention to them. But no, 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 that's not how it works at all. You don't see the transcript unless you click into the voicemail to look at it. 
And sometimes I actually rely on transcripts from numbers that I don't know to see if it's actually something important or if it's a telemarketer. 99.9999999% of the time, it's a telemarketer. Which means I'm justified in ignoring them, obviously. I hate telemarketers. <laughs> if you're a telemarketer, uh, sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's there. But iOS 10 didn't really give me a whole lot of problems. I liked it. I beta tested I beta tested iOS 10 that year. As as soon as I could get my hands on it, I did. Beauty of having friends with developer accounts who are willing to register your device on their account list, huh? I think I think somebody told me that they could have up to a hundred devices, and they're just like, "Here, I'll 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 set you up." I'm like, "Okay," because I mean, think about it: who owns a hundred devices just themselves? I'm not gonna say who it was, mainly because I don't remember. At least I think somebody set me up. Somebody could have just bounced me the profile. I don't remember. Either way, it's it wasn't entirely, you know ethical or legal, but I don't know of a whole lot of people who don't do stuff like that, so sorry, Apple. Um, but yeah, I didn't have any problems with iOS 10, and it brought um, all the custom vocalizer voices to iOS, which I thought was the greatest thing ever. Because my preferred voice is Ava, which those of you who watch any of my content will know. Because I use it literally everywhere. Although I'm thinking about switching it off on the Mac because of all the latency and all that crap that you have to deal with with vocalizer voices on the Mac. I'm thinking about switching back to, yeah, switching back to Alex for that one. So yeah, we we got all of those. That made me happy. I didn't like the control center. That was my one gripe with iOS 10 was the control center because it was like split off. You had your regular controls, you had your now playing card, you had to swipe over to. I di- I didn't I didn't like that. And I didn't like the way they redid the lock screen that so that even if you had touch ID, you had to push the button 100 times to get it to wake up. I I didn't care for that. Those were minor inconveniences, if you ask me. They they were just things that bothered me that might not have bothered anybody else. Just things I didn't like. They did, I think, bring the new lock sound in in iOS 10. It was either 10 or 11. I don't remember. I think it was 10. I I don't remember. But it's there. It it was brought in in some beta. I don't remember. But I I always thought that was kind of cool. The new keyboard clicks took a little bit of time getting used to, but I've I've gotten used to them now. So iOS 10 gets about an 8 on a scale of 10. It it had some problems. So yeah. Um iOS 11. I don't really have much to say about iOS 11. It was just kind of eh. Especially beta 4. Oh my god, let me tell you a 
story about me and Beta 4. Beta 4 had serious issues. And I do mean serious. Voiceover crashed every time you tried to do anything useful. So I couldn't watch YouTube. I couldn't play my music. I couldn't do anything with my phone for like a week. Except I, I could voice control it, but you can't really voice control everything. Well, you couldn't back then anyway. Now you can pretty much voice control whatever you want. If you turn that feature on. Well, finally I got fed up and managed to get myself into the feedback app. And I could, I could dictate and stuff like that. And they're, you know how they are. They're like, please provide a descriptive title for your feedback. Well, my descriptive title was, here's your descriptive title. Your stupid engineers broke voiceover. <laughs> Let's just say it got fixed in record time. I don't think they took kindly to being called stupid. <laughs> Either that or they just felt like fixing it in a hurry. Because <laughs> I guess they didn't want to get in trouble or something. I don't know. <laughs> but iOS 11 was just kind of boring. I didn't find it all that interesting. iOS 12 was... Again, it was kind of meh. It wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't awful. And in iOS 11, I know they added the emergency SOS, which I'm still terrified of accidentally activating to this day. I've turned the auto dialer off, but still I'm afraid it'll pop up anyway if I do the wrong thing. iOS 12, you, I just, I didn't understand it. I'm like, what's the point? I understand that they were more worried about performance and stuff like that, but still. I just didn't feel like it was a spectacular release, like they made it out to be a WWDC. I, I, didn't, I didn't get that impression. There's, like I said, there's not much to say about that. Um. Uh, I almost forgot how to count, guys. My brain just forgot. Like, what comes after 12? <laughs> I did. I almost forgot how to count. Oh, my God. Um, iOS 13 was actually, I thought, kind of cool. Parts of it, anyhow. The first beta was a nightmare because they didn't do configuration profiles that year, so you had to get the IPSW, and my internet connection and those IPSWs were not friends. I think my downloader crashed like three times. Just trying to get the IPSW. So, mega fail. Yeah. Once I did get it, I managed to get it installed. That's when they introduced voiceover haptics, and here my phone is going at me, and I'm like, okay, why is my phone buzzing so much? It got on my nerves. So I immediately figured out how to turn it off, because annoying. Ew. But it, 
And my one complaint with iOS 13 was it it had some problems. Like in beta 1, I know I know what you're going to say, it's a beta. Get over it. In but I couldn't update my apps. My apps went for a week and a half without being updated. The app store would crash every time I would try to open it. And on the iPad, um my custom voices disappeared. Like all of my all of the voices and things like that just disappeared and I couldn't download them. So it it was kind of a problem. I mean it it eventually got better, but it did it did throughout its existence have some problems. But I mean it wasn't it wasn't a deal breaker like iOS 6 or iOS 9. Those those were deal breakers for me. I didn't care for them. So it it wasn't that bad, but it had it had its fair share of problems. Now we move to the present, iOS 14. Um from the start I thought iOS 14 was cool. Even beta 1, believe it or not, and I had actually managed to get my hands on a developer account pretty shortly before WWDC. Um, even beta one was was pretty cool. It it didn't have a whole lot of problems. At least not over here. People might have had more problems than I did, but like I said, this is heavily opinionated. Take what comes out of my mouth here with a grain of salt today, because well, yeah, this is my podcast, so it's my opinions. I don't care how George Washington felt about iOS fourteen. <laughs> uh, if George Washington's using iOS fourteen, guys, we've got problems. We got big problems if George Washington's using iOS. <laughs> but it it it's okay. It's it's actually pretty good. I I don't see a use for some of the stuff that they came out with. But some of it is pretty useful. Um I like what they did to like the fitness app and the health app and stuff like that. I like how they kind of condensed it down. And I like the um, like the wind down stuff like that for when you're about to go to sleep. That kind of ties in with the watch, which we'll get to a little bit later. But I I like that feature. Um, let's see, the app library. I just don't see a point. Some people might like that, but I know where all of my frequently used apps are, and they are spread across a whole bunch of home screen pages. I've got five. I know where everything I commonly use is. Which I think is the beauty of voiceover. Instead of having to look at the icons, you know which row something is in. You can just go straight for it. <clears throat> so I I know where everything is. So I don't have a use for the app library. You guys might. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying I don't use it. What I do have a problem with <clears throat> are these stupid widgets that you can pin to your home screen. I don't like that. <clears throat> because they can wipe out like a whole row of your apps just by being pinned to your home screen. And that is baloney. Sorry, I shouldn't have gotten loud on that, but that's a total crock of baloney. I don't like it. Do away with it. No, don't actually like throw it out just because one person complains. That's stupid. Well, do away with it taking up app space. Don't do away with being able to put a widget on your home screen because that could be useful. 
I don't use it because of the aforesaid app problem because that whole thing with me knowing where all of my apps are kind of gets screwed up when a row of them just randomly vanishes. See my point? Good. <laughs> but that that's not that's not a problem. I don't have a problem with that. App clips as yet I haven't used. I don't have I don't have a use for them. So I can't really say one way or another how I feel about those. I do like the new things in messages, though. The pinned conversations and such. There are conversations that I want to be able to get at all the time. So I just pin them up at the top of the list. That's pretty handy. And now that I've got a phone with Face ID, I like playing with the Animojis and stuff like that, too. So any enhancements they make to those are welcome. Um, sign in with Apple, I have also never used. that. I think that came out mm, 13-ish? I've never used that either, but I'd say it is useful. I don't know. Okay, we're done with iOS, at least until this summer. Or not this summer, but this fall. Because technically this summer I won't be allowed to say anything. So we're, I might have to update this with the iOS 15 listing this fall. Or at least once I've gotten a pretty good amount of use out of it. Which will probably be during this summer. So let's move on to the watch. I started out with Watch OS 3. And I actually saw the announcement for that at WWDC th- that year. Um, when they added the emergency SOS and they added a uh, Minnie Mouse to the watch, I thought that was cool. I don't use those faces as much as I used to, but I do have them somewhere. I think they're in my I think they're in my collection anyway. I can't check right now because I'm kind of on my phone recording. But I I thought that was cool and the Breathe app, which I do use quite a bit. That that one was cool. That that's the first one I used when I got my series 1. Uh, Watch OS 4, I don't really have a lot to say about. I did like the new activity coaching and stuff like that, like it trying to motivate you. It does a horrible job at it, if you ask me. But it tries, I mean. And I like the Toy Story watch faces. I, I'm a Toy Story fan, and I, I love them. <laughs> the Like the photo faces and stuff like that, I don't get the point, but they're there. And I like with the Toy Story faces and with the motion faces, with like the butterflies and stuff like that, how they are at least basically described by voiceover. There there are descriptions, which I, I like that. But like I said, there's not a whole lot to say about WatchOS 5. Or not five, not five, but four. Five, I do have a few things to say about. Ah, I can't count today. <laughs> five brought us, you know, walkie-talkie. It brought us activity competitions, both of which I love. Um, 
I actually do have some friends on walkie-talkie. I've not used it in a little bit, but I've got friends there if anybody ever wants to have a chit-chat. So, obviously, if you want to have a chit-chat on walkie-talkie, you'll need to message me elsewhere because I'm not going to give out my Apple ID over here. That's a bad idea. And activity competitions. Once again, if you want to share activity, let me know. I'm open to that. You're going to laugh like crazy at my goals, but they're adjusted for somebody who doesn't go anywhere a whole lot. I I do like those features. I, I like competition of any kind. Trivia competitions are my favorite by a long shot, but I, I'm a competitive person. I, I can do that. Um, like, the faces that came out that year weren't very interesting. At least not from a voiceover standpoint. Everybody else says they looked cool, but I don't, I don't understand them. And now let me get into one that's gonna set me off on a rant. Watch OS 6. Watch OS 6, they introduced the Noise app, which I was amazed with. I'm like, oh my god, that is going to be so useful. Because I, not to brag or anything, but I feel like I do have pretty sensitive hearing. Like, like those, um, like those bug things that you hang up, like the ultrasonic bug zappers that you're not supposed to be able to hear. I hate them. For those of you who would like to, for those of you who can't hear them and would like to know what they sound like. Some of them, it's like this little persistent buzzing, like you've got a fly constantly buzzing around your head. Other ones, they have like this squealing type sound. It's like, and it will give you a headache. It is painful. So that's what ultrasonic sounds like for those people who can't hear it and don't know. It hurts. But yeah, I do have pretty sensitive hearing. And what I think is too loud and what is actually too loud to damage my hearing I might not know the difference. Like, somebody could be talking like or playing music like really loud, and it might not be loud enough to do any permanent damage, but it's loud enough to get on my nerves. And I had a Series 3 by this time, so I'm like, oh, yay, I can check my, I can keep an eyeball on my hearing. So I get the beta. Big surprise, it's only available on Series 4. I was furious. I mean, absolutely furious. I'm like, you're going to announce this and not be specific about what model you're talking about here. Get everybody all excited. And then it's only going to show up on one watch. What is wrong with you people? So, yeah, that's how I felt about that in a nutshell. That fall, I actually did get a series four. Just just for that. Which, let me tell you, was harder than you would think because they just introduced the Series 5 by the time I was able to get a new one. And the Series 4 had been discontinued, so I had to rush, rush, rush on rush onto Amazon and get one before they were completely gone. I did get a discount doing it that way. But, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want a Series 5 because that always-on thing, I just, it would have been obnoxious and, and it would have annoyed me. <clears throat> And I might have had to wait six months, by which time the new beta would have already probably come out. 
Because you know how pre-orders get for stuff like that. They sell out fast. I probably could have pre-ordered that morning if I'd wanted a Series 5 bad enough. But, because it... I had the money for it that same week. But I just didn't see the point. I'm, I'm not the type who has to have the latest and greatest of everything. Now, if I have something and it's not working, then yeah, I'm going to want to upgrade it. If it's not working for whatever reason, that's that tends to be the reason I go through phones. Either something is malfunctioning or it's not working right for me personally. But that's that's why I go through phones as fast as I do sometimes. Oh, what was I even going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. But I did get a Series 4. The, the noise thing, I do use it. It is a battery eater, though. So if I'm not going to be out anywhere, I shut it off. It takes your battery and goes nom 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 nom. <laughs> Don't ask. I've not had my coffee this morning. I'm a little bit nutso. So fun, fun. But I mean, that's that's an option. Now, if I ever feel like I'm going to need it. Um, this year, Watch OS 7. Watch OS 7 is pretty good. I like the sleep tracker. Um, the new faces, I've not played around with a whole lot. I do like the um, Mimoji face, though. I, I use that sometimes. And the Unity face that just came out. Um... If any of you have any vision and could kind of ex kindly explain that one to me, I would really, really appreciate it. So if anybody who hears this can see the, the watch face and describe it, please do. And watch face sharing. Yes. I love it. Um, if you guys would like this, I have the I Hate You Pierre photo that I used for my merch line. And if you guys would actually like this. I'll make us a, a photo face of I hate you Pierre. And I'll turn off all the complications. Just just for the generic one. You guys can set your own complications. And I'll share it. Because why not? I, I just feel like that would be really really cool. I mean, think about it. Why not? So, I mean, if, if you guys would like an I Hate You Pierre watch face or an Evil Chocolate Cookie watch face, because I've got that too, uh, let me know. I'll make, I'll make us one and I'll share it around and you guys can feel free to use it. So, that's, that's, that's Watch OS 7 in a nutshell. I don't feel like I'm really missing any features on that. Obviously, I don't have like the blood oxygen thing, but I don't need it. I don't. I don't think. I don't think anyway. I don't have that, and I don't have a uh, fitness plus. I'm not even gonna have Apple Music in about 19 days. So, obviously, I don't have fitness plus. I'm gonna miss Apple Music like crazy. I've had it since November. 
But yeah, I, I will. I'll miss it. I love Apple Music. I don't trust it with my music library, but as far as just playing something on the fly, I love that. But, yeah, I I don't have everything. I don't have, like I said, I don't have to have the latest and greatest everything. I'm just not that kind of person. <sighs> Another fairly long one. Let's go to the Mac. This is going to be a, this is going to be a long podcast, guys. Just, I'm, I'm warning you now. This is going to be long. I started out in 2013 with Mac OS 10.8 Mountain Lion. Mountain Lion was actually really, really cool. I liked it. Once I finally got the hang of everything and how to stop accidentally popping up Mission Control in the Notification Center, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. And it ran really well on the computer that I had at the time, that horrible 2013 MacBook Air. I didn't know it was going to be horrible at the time, but it turned out to be. It it was it was pretty cool. I didn't understand some parts of it. Obviously, I thought I had a time machine on my computer. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't understand everything in it. But hey, it I was a computer newbie. That was my first ever computer. What was I supposed to do? But I got I learned how to work it. I learned how to manage Unfortunately, Mavericks came along not too long after I got the computer, so I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time with Mountain Lion. Mavericks? Oh my god. Don't even get me started on OS X Mavericks. I hated that thing! Primarily because it caused so many problems with my computer. Um, after I upgraded to Mavericks, my computer, I would log in... It would work fine for about five seconds, and then it would slow down, kind of like this. Yeah, it was that bad. It was a lag fest. I hated it. The one thing Mavericks did do that I liked was it brought some new voices to the Mac. It brought um, Allison, Ava, um, Susan. Let me see. Who else did it bring? I think it brought um, Kate and Oliver. And I can't think of anybody else. There may be a few more, but I'm not I'm not sure right off the top of my head. So it did that. I like I said, Ava is my personal favorite. You guys know that by now. That that's about the only good thing it did, at least for me. Oh, and iCloud Keychain, which also came in iOS 7. iCloud Keychain is very useful, I think. So that's that's not a problem. Um, let's see what else. Um, Yosemite. Yosemite was alright. It it had some problems. It, everybody out there thinks it was kind of sluggish, which it, in ways it was. But it did bring handoff and stuff like that. And I still to this day love it if my phone rings and I'm using the computer and my phone is out of reach, I can just pick up the phone from the computer. That that comes in handy. I like that. So we got continuity and we got handoff and stuff like that. Which is useful. Um, I think that was Yosemite's biggest thing for me. Like I said, it had problems. It had some pretty bad problems at first. It was known for kernel panics. 
Mavericks was the Colonel Panic capital, but Yosemite had its fair share in, in the early days. If you had File Vault on and let your computer go to sleep, it would it would throw a Colonel Panic when you tried to wake it up. So, fun fun. Um, the next one I can never remember the name of. I'm so I'm just going to refer to it by its number, ten point eleven. I can never remember its name. Um, I avoided that one for a while because I didn't really see the point. But when I did upgrade to it, it did give my computer a nice performance boost. I thought it was kind of cool. System integrity protection, I wasn't a fan of, so I immediately turned it off. But. That was just a minor inconvenience and a, a fixable minor inconvenience, I might add. I, I really don't have much to say about that one. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, my voice is a load of crap today. And I have to play Lingo later on, on stream. Either later today or tomorrow. I do need to get my quiz team together this afternoon because we have a Jeopardy match today. I told you guys we'd meet on the weekends. Uh, we have a Jeopardy match. So if you are on my quiz team and you hear this, one Pacific, I think, is a good time for everybody, usually. I'll see you there. <clears throat> um, anyway, that's not even anywhere close to what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sierra. Let's go on to Sierra. Um, Sierra, I thought, was actually pretty decent. It had a couple of problems. I had to use PDF textbooks around the time Sierra came out, and it didn't handle that too well. But it got fixed up pretty soon, and I, I liked Sierra. Sierra brought <clears throat> Siri to the Mac, which was good because my at that was about the point in time when my Mac decided, hello, I'm going to start throwing the wrong time at you. My I made jokes that my computer could see the future because it was it was set in a time zone the day before. I don't have a clue what time zone it thought it was in, but it was set the day before and I would get emails that said they came from tomorrow. So I would always joke that my computer could see the future. <laughs> but I'd have to ask Siri what time it was in a certain place just to get the right time. And it would get mad at me for waking it up. Because when I would be asking it these questions, it would think it was in the middle of the night. It would be like, it's whatever time. You woke me up. And I'm like, get over it, Siri. I have to be awake in the classroom this early. You have to wake up when I need the time. I didn't have a watch at that point in time, I don't think. So that's that's why I had to do that. But Sierra was okay. I, I don't have anything bad to say about Sierra. I'm in the hesitating upgrader class on the Mac. I wait a little bit. Sometimes a big bit. It just depends on the year and if I see a use for the OS. But I, I'm hesitant with upgrading the Mac most of the time. Um, hi Sierra. Let's let's get onto that one. That release was supremely meh. I didn't I didn't care for it. It was just eh. APFS I didn't I didn't want anything to do with because I it had its problems in the beginning and I felt like my computer was a lag fest when I tried to use it. And Bootcamp didn't like it and I used Bootcamp at the time. 
I don't remember why I used boot camp at the time, but I did. So I didn't I didn't particularly care for that one. Uh same with Mojave, which came which came out the next year. We're just gonna go ahead and jump to that. It forced APFS on you. And I wasn't I wasn't a fan. It it did. It forced APFS on you. Finally I got used to it and got over myself and I'm like, I'm just gonna have to deal with it. And by the time I made that decision, they had dramatically improved it. I liked Mojave so much so that I used it up until last year with relatively few breaks. It had its problems, but it had a lot it had a lot of things that I needed to <clears throat> 32-bit ups <clears throat> iTunes. Because I did have some 32-bit apps that I relied on at that point in time. They've since been fixed up. Um, Catalina. I don't have a whole lot to say about Catalina other than yuck. I hated Catalina with a passion. Not only because they got rid of iTunes, which I've mostly, mostly now gotten used to that. But because it had so many problems, it every other day you were hearing about a problem with Catalina, it seemed like. I used it maybe twice and got my computer back off of it as soon as I could. Catalina was a piece of crap. So yeah, bad, bad, bad. Now to the present, Mac OS 11. I, I refer to this one by number deliberately because I don't particularly care for the name of it. It it just sounds kind of dumb to me. I realize it's named after probably one of the prettiest places in California, but I just don't think that name fits a computer operating system. I codename the ones I don't like most of the time. But this year, I couldn't come up with a code name. So, it's macOS 11 as far as I'm concerned. I like macOS 11. I do. I think it's pretty good. It's got its problems, but what operating system doesn't? But, overall, it's, it's probably the best one they've put out in a couple of years. I like the I like the new sound effects and stuff like that. It took a little bit to get used to them. When I first heard them, they completely threw me off. I'm like, what, else, what on earth is going on with my computer? But I got used to them. Now, the betas, the early betas were a nightmare. Don't even get me started on what Safari thought it was okay to do. Like, half your web page would just go, gone, vanished, poof. So that that was a little bit of a problem, but it's since been rectified. It's okay now. So that that one I actually I actually like that. It's not it's not a big problem. And I really don't have much more to say about it. So that's the Mac. Now let's jump into the HomePod. Actually no, let's not just go over there and jump into the HomePod. Let's talk about the HomePod. Um, 
Well, both of my HomePods. I don't actually have two HomePods. I've had two HomePods. One of them broke and had to be sent in for repair and got replaced. So both of the ones I've gotten have come in severely outdated. They were on 11.2.5, which was okay. I mean, it just didn't have a whole lot of features. They were dumb speakers. They're supposed to be smart speakers. They were dumb. Very, very dumb. Um, I didn't get to use 12, so I can't really, I can't go over 12 with you guys because I didn't, I didn't get to use it. Um, 13, once I got up to 13.4 point something, I was a little nervous because if you guys remember when HomePod 13.2 came out, a lot of HomePods were getting screwed up. So I was nervous having to update it, but it, it went through okay. Um, one thing it did do, though, with a big software jump like that, because, um, 11 and 12 used the, the actual Siri voices for voiceover, and 13 uses Samantha Compact, which I'm dealing, I'm dealing. Um, but when you updated a big jump like that, voiceover stopped speaking. Like, the voice didn't install right. So you had to reset the HomePod just to be able to make it talk to you. <laughs> um, 13 had some pretty cool stuff, like the multi-user support, the ambient sounds, which I love. I'm almost afraid to use them anymore, though. I don't want to fall asleep with the HomePod on and blow the bass out. I don't think that's what caused it anyway, but... Because I did fall asleep with it once, but as soon as I realized that it was still running, I shut it off. <clears throat> but I don't think that's what blew the, the first one out. I, I don't. So, I mean, that's, that's that. Um, let's see. What else did it do? Um, I go. I like that you can find your phone with your HomePod if your phone's missing. Uh, mine, this is actually kind of funny, but mine, people have a game that they like to play with me where they will, like, hide my phone and I have to find it. And it, it's kind of funny because they, like, grab the phone and every time I start to get close to them, they move it away from me and I have to keep running around and chasing it. <laughs> And I started setting off the alarm to try to track down my phone. And one day that it was being especially difficult. And I said, when I catch this phone, I'm going to rename it to Carmen San Diego. And I did. <laughs> so what's funny about that is the fact that I can use the phrase, where in the world is Carmen San Diego with my HomePod? And it finds my phone. <laughs> So if you, if you want to if you want to have fun while looking for your phone, you 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 do that. Uh HomePod software 14. Yes. I love it. Especially now that you can hook up a couple of third-party music services. I actually don't know how many you can hook up, but you can hook up Pandora. I know that for sure, which I've done. My HomePod did a lot of it, a lot of work over Christmas playing Christmas music. I had Christmas music on here in here most of the time, and the HomePod was usually the one playing it. 
busy home pod. I'm looking forward to what else they come out with for HomePod because it's going to be cool to watch it grow and expand. Like I said, I've not used tvOS. Would I like to? Yes. Do I have the money to? No. <laughs> Listen, if I had as much money, real money, as I've won on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire this week, I'd be set. But I don't. Because for some random reason that I still can't fathom, when you win a million dollars on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, you don't have money flying at you from your Amazon thingy. I, I'm just teasing. I know it's not real money. I just wanted I just wanted to mess with you guys a little bit because that's 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 me. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> Fun times, huh? But I mean that's that's that. So I think that's the end of what I've got to say about those. I just wanted to kind of take you guys through my thoughts on the the OS releases that I've dealt with. I know this has been kind of long. But podcasts do that. They get long sometimes. Um, but that, that's what I've got to say to you guys today. Um, if you want to contact me, that's Twitter and Instagram at EvilCookies98. Um, email me at TheEvilChocolateCookie at gmail.com. Um, you can look for me on Skype. Just search under the Evil Chocolate Cookie. And one more that I keep forgetting to tell you guys. Um, actually, yeah. Um, the Evil Chocolate Cookie has a Facebook page. It's just under the Evil Chocolate Cookie. Look it up. If you've got Facebook, look it up. Like the page. Shoot me a message. Whatever. And I've got a LinkedIn profile. I get. I think you can just look for the Evil Chocolate Cookie on LinkedIn, and you can connect with me there too. That's just a, that's an audience growing thing. Um, Reddit also um, slash you slash Evil Chocolate Cookie. You you can find me there if you want to chat with me. That's that's okay. Um, if you like what you're hearing, there are actually a few things you can do to support me as a creator. Um, you have listener support available on this podcast, so if you just want to support this, you can do that by the month. Um, similar by the month, if you want to support everything I do, is Patreon. And that is patreon.com forward slash the evil chocolate cookie. If you just want to donate to me one time, that's that's easy to do too. It's streamlabs.com forward slash the evil chocolate cookie. Um, if you want to buy from the merch line, I pr- I pretty heavily promote the I Hate UP airline because it has more products. That is streamlabs.com slash the evil chocolate cookie and then the number one slash merch. So that's available if you guys want it. And please, 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 if you do like this, tell your friends. All of your friends. I don't care if you have to just start walking around, going up to random people, going, hey, go check out the evil chocolate grab bag. <laughs> Actually, don't do that to a stranger. That might be kind of creepy. But please, please, please tell your friends. I I love it when you tell your friends because when you tell your friends, they come in here and then they listen. And if they like it, they tell their friends. And then those friends tell their friends. And it just grows and grows and grows. And I do this for my listeners. I don't, believe me, I don't do this just so I can stare at my phone and talk to it. No, that's creepy. But I do this for you guys. So if you like it, please tell your friends. And with that, I will see you next time. Or later today. Goodbye.